Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Wednesday, January 12th. It's Wednesday, right? It is. It is. We're talking about a little more OEM stuff today. Talking about lithium prices and Tom Brady, the Tom Brady, has some clothes out. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They all right, all right. Wednesday bounce time. The Wednesday bounce. I think Kyle says the Wednesday bounce has to be a little deeper, right? A little deeper because it's hump day and you got to get ready for the second half. Second half of the week. Let's go. Okay, there's there's a lot going on today. We've been making some trouble this week. Been getting some emails, not quite angry emails, but getting some emails, yeah. uh, which is a good thing. We say we know we're doing it right when we get some angry emails. So, um, you know, something came up today, and I was like, Kyle, read your bracelet. <laughs> should I send yes. it? I was like, yes, you should. Why? Because it says official yeah. troublemaker on your bracelet. Um, I think we're misunderstood sometimes. You know, we, we don't we don't ruffle feathers for the sake of ruffling feathers. We ruffle feathers because we are proponents of communication and collaboration. And sometimes it takes a little feather ruffling to get everybody to pay attention. But the intention is that we get closer yeah, together, more collaboration. So just want to make uh, Nathan already tell me my bounce game is weak. It's all right. Unbelievable. Judging the no, without game. a doubt. And I think I want to clarify that really quickly because we talked about we've talked about this week a little bit about it, and we're going to get into some stuff this morning that like calling out the the things in our industry or in the world in news that may not be like up to snuff that may be issues with communication or relationships or whatever it is or the way that the the dealer persona is perceived by culture is not in an effort to squash or dismantle anyone that's right it's not in an effort to say like the OEM is bad or the dealer is bad. It's in an effort to, to shift the culture and perception, right? We say that th those things often. And our, our full desire is to, to open up the lines of communication just real briefly. You know, the, I, I posted last night, kind of the recap that we went through with, with the four direct stuff yesterday on the podcast. And one, one person said like, Hey, it's a good thing that, that what happened opened up line of communication. Yes. And the reality is, is that once those lines are open, that maybe were shut off because one side felt that the other had, had done them wrong or whatever it may be. Once that's opened up and we can have honest conversations, whether that be OEM dealer or dealer vendor or dealer customer or whatever it may be, the, the profit on the other side of it is a lot greater. Yeah. And I think the truth of that situation with Ford direct is that both sides were happy that the issue came up. Because both yeah. sides were unaware of some things, and now both sides can work together to uh, have a smoother road in the future. So, a um, little little clarification at the beginning. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm still I'm recovering from my I interviewed Jocko yesterday, like you said, or like we were talking about yesterday. And let me just say, my first question flopped. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to wait and see it to see it next weekend when it releases. But it reminded me of something really important in this industry. It reminded me of like, okay, I feel like an entrepreneur now, like right now as an yeah. interviewer. And it goes like this: you plan, you execute, you react right to what happens, right, and then right. you repeat. So it's like at that well, yeah, moment because you never know what's gonna hit, right? What's what's gonna work? What's not gonna work? And whether you're an entrepreneur or a podcast interviewer, it's it's just what's you know got to take what's the swing. Gonna, you got to take, take a swing. the swing. And you take, take big swings? Wait, guess what? You miss sometimes. Sometimes, uh, yeah, big That's misses. right, Fred. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Uh, 100%. All right, let's get into some news. GM announced their new... <laughs> There's too much sarcasm in that already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I'm so sorry. TM announced their new direct-to-consumer product platform called Car Bravo yesterday. Yay! Yeah, that's what I thought of immediately. <laughs> thought of car, I was yeah. like, <laughs> so Car Car Bravo is is the name of the platform, and um, they're they're looking to challenge Carvana with an online platform where you know buyers can shop and buy and transact. Um, yeah, so there's another one coming out. And uh, yeah. I guess it's always like to so, be determined. So here's the question. So here's the questions. One. So you're going to ch- challenge Carvana with a dealer required used car inventory marketplace. Sounds like a win. there's question one. Question two finishes the sentence with your current digital retailing platform, as was noted in a bunch of the places shop, click drive, which shop, click drive. <laughs> Which you've ever, if, <laughs> golly this 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 morning i'm glad so, we did the disclaimer first because we, we, didn't, we, the disclaimer. we didn't even plan this but if we didn't do the disclaimer first um so continue which i look okay i think i'm hoping and this is what i think a lot of dealers are hoping because i don't think this is a bad play think about this you've got a massive amount of dealer inventory that you're going to exercise on a on a grand platform with the ability to market it at scale push to dealer uh to to dealer interactions right but the interesting thing is is you've got to have some retailing platform of which shop click drive is the most realistic op- option unless you're going to redevelop something completely new mm-hmm. right but that needs redevelopment in order to uh in order to happen and then it requires a develop uh, or a dealer core that has to utilize that platform to be able to transact so th- this is this is that constant merry-go-round that dealers are having to deal with with well but we use this for our group now we've got to have our people logged into Shop Click Drive to manage Car Bravo, which is a nationally recognized, you know, piece of work and 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 marketed uh, element of I like our that brand. You just called it a piece of work. It, it is <laughs> basically, yeah. Okay, it's, uh, we have it's a couple interesting, and I'm excited to see what happens. Here, a couple we'll a couple insights coming in live um, from some viewers. Jeff Hayes says the question will be whether dealers can pull off a different experience if they don't change their mindset. Otherwise it's just another lead generator tool and the same old story. Gosh, isn't that true with every new tool and every new deployment, right? If you don't execute a better experience and it, let's be honest, like the industry is very easy to look at it like every, everything like a lead gen, Right, yeah. and if you look at well, it's just Car Bravo, party marketplace. Right, then. if you look at any other, just like a lead gen, guess what? It's just going to be that. It's not going to change. It's yeah. not going to move the needle. Another, I don't know why the name didn't come up. Just as LinkedIn user, uh, where do their dealer websites play into this? Do they still plan to drive traffic to dealer websites? Oh, that's a good question. It's a great question. Or is GM gonna? Someone. We should ask who. We should ask someone that. Yes. Hey, if you're on this podcast and you have a contact at GM, especially in the Car Bravo, don't show them the first half of the podcast. Just show them this part <laughs> that says that asks them this question. But but yeah. you're, really, if you are on the Car Bravo team, um, we we like to joke and have fun, but we are about communication, collaboration. Let's find a way to make it work. Um, Yes. It's Kevin Jones. Haha. Ha. Oh, of course it's that. Kevin Jones. Um, all right. So uh, th- there's one thing. I want to get to some other news, and then we're going to get to Tom Brady's new clothing line because, let's be honest, that's why everyone's tuned in today. Um, lithium is is on the rise again. And I, I guess yeah. there's, there's an element of, like, you know, like a couple years ago when they're like, oh, battery, battery material, raw materials are going to be the big thing. And, yeah, battery materials are going to be the big thing. And now with everybody not only announcing electric lines but – 
putting them out. I was on, on the call with a dealer who works for one of the one of the big three publics right now. Um, he was like, there's no doubt in my mind that in 10 years, like we're going to be, if not 100% electric, mostly electric. And and this, right. he's no slouch either. And he's no like he's been historically right when we've had conversations like this. And so that was kind of a reality moment for me. And then you start to look at the announcements today, like supply disruptions in the lithium supply chain, you know, spanning from like the Chinese New Year, which happens every year anyway, to um, work workplace uh, workplace rights in Serbia. Like it's it's getting tight. And why wouldn't lithium prices maybe offset all the cost savings, right? If I'm selling the lithium, yeah. right? Or if I'm mining lithium, like all of a sudden that is going to be a premium. Why? Because you can't do it without me. Right, exactly. It's It's the new oil, right? I mean, and not just that, but... Like you think about what oil powers and then what lithium batteries power, like the it, everything it's, it's literally, it's not just cars, right. Which is probably the biggest piece that's like pressing into yeah. the lithium resources and needs for those type of mined materials. Um, but just about but everything, yeah, it's, consumer electronics, it's, weed whackers, chainsaws. We cut down a yes. huge tree this summer with an electric DeWalt chainsaw blew my mind. Incredible. Yeah, right. exactly. So everything is moving electric, but you know, what is mining the electric stuff? They're still gas powered, you know. Oh, we element. can't go there. Like, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you, you're like, oh, where's stop that it, actual, Where's that actual, that's usually my line. Where's that actual, <laughs> where's the actual calculation on, is this really better for us or not? But either right. way, we're heading this way. Lithium price spike will be interesting to see what happens with that, um, which is why, you know, a lot of OEMs doing what I think is awesome is trying to secure their own supply. Right. Right. Let's not let's not get into a chip situation again. No. All right. We got we got uh, let's see. We got we got about five minutes left. Five minutes left. Uh, What do we do? Uh, We can talk about inflation, but you hear about that everywhere else. Uh, COVID COVID shifting to endemic. You hear about COVID enough, but, you know, the indicators, you know, Fauci yesterday saying like everybody's going to get it right. The vaccines and the boosters won't prevent you from getting it, reduce symptoms. And I think that everyone's adoption of the fact that we're all just going to get it is going to, I think it's going to depressurize the the pressured situation. And I think help all of retail in a, in a good way um, and get life back to normal. Uh, We'll do one more, uh, one more story about Tom Brady. We'll do Tom Brady now. And then we have one more about a car saver. So we got to split up the, the OEM online platform things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So, oh man, you tell me this this morning. You're like, Brady has a new line. Okay. Brady, where type it in. And we go to the first page and the first thing that my, I click on and then my mouse hovers over is a track jacket with a pocket in the back, which started to throw my whole experience off. And then we keep scrolling and it was like your dad's best wardrobe for athletic wear. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, we were going to make the Tom Brady has new clothing line and your dad will love it was almost the headline. Um, no offense to dads. Full disclosure, right? If you have an investment in something, dads. you have to disclose. Well, full disclosure, we're both dads. Yes. Also, full disclosure is that I had a thing against Tom Brady when he was on the Patriots because of the Eagles, but we won in the Super Bowl, but we're probably going to lose this week in Tampa Bay, but I still have hope. But either way, I, I clicked Brady Wear, right? I searched it, my the, the sponsored post, right? Just land me on a bunch of like, I don't know, cream-colored track jacks. I'm like, this is Tom Brady? And all I can think about is Tom Brady's clothing line versus Jordan, right? And you think right. of the, like, the, the another goat, right? Like Jordan, the icon that it came in. I just looked and I saw the clothes. I was so, like, ooh, man. this is just, I, I mean, 
a lot of That's a lot of people want to go golfing in Florida. And if you put a pocket in the back of a track jacket, obviously you've never walked around New York City or anywhere else. Like just put the pocket in the back with right. the zipper. <laughs> no problem. No problem. We'll travel no with this grab. one. But either way, in now on the other side, when I went to the homepage BradyBrand.com, right, I was like, oh, okay, this feels Okay. Yeah, there's okay. definitely a new experience there, and yeah, you he, know, with people talking he bringing about some college it. athletes in, right? It's, he's entering yes. that sage mode, right? Like I'm the goat. Young guys come near me. I'm gonna teach you what I know, and you're gonna make me look cooler than than I am, right? And so, uh, go to the homepage, check it out, Brady Brand. Show him some love. If you want a black hoodie with the word Brady across the front, and you got 95 bucks, it's yours. You're you're in. It's yours. So so it's just fun to stay in front of retail. Maybe we'll make this the a culture article in this week's pushback, which by the way, if you don't get it, sign up at asotu.com. There on the bottom of the screen, or if you're listening, asotu.com. A lot more stuff coming down the pike, including clubhouse rooms that are gonna start back in the January thirty first, last week of the month. Yeah. Firing Clubhouse so. back up. Um all right, let's talk about one more thing and maybe we get in a little trouble on our way out here. Um uh, Kyle, you and I, with our work in Contagious Auto, our little consultancy marketing training company yeah. we got going on, uh, we have a we have a client, and all of a sudden realized that uh, a button got changed on the website. Yeah, it was really interesting <laughs> because we worked with this client to kind of streamline their their website, you know, clean up everything, and and really give a, a great customer experience from just like a click pattern and and the the way that they would view it, and all of the sudden yesterday. Uh, the dealer messages us and is like, how did the car saver buy at home Nissan, uh, button just suddenly reappear in a really random space on, uh, the search results page. And what we found out is that car saver went around the dealer, did not, did not include the dealer in communications, went around the account rep team and went to the OEM team at the website vendor to actually reinsert their button on the website, which for me is dangerous, right? It's like what other changes can get can get made to dealers' websites? We already talked about 4Direct without dealer involvement, with no notification. This, this was the only way this dealer found out was because they were on their website, not by some notification, not by some approval, right? Like think about that. If you need to get approval to send your inventory from Viata to somewhere, Someone with admin rights in Viato has to say yes to whoever asks, but that's not the case on dealer websites. So, um, yeah, this this problem has to get solved because, uh, like, who owns the website? I think is the question. I think who the real question is who's friends? working on building trust again. Mm, you know, there and, it is. and here's what happens: is that when this happens, it erodes trust and it increases the head-to-head -head mentality instead <sighs> instead of the shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder, we're aligned going in the same direction mentality. And here's that's just symptomatic of dealers not paying enough attention, attention to what's going on in their site. So we would yeah. encourage dealers to pay more attention to what's going on in your site so you see and notice this stuff. And when that happens, you can bring it up. When that happens, you know, they won't, uh, the other side won't feel like they have to force feed changes because you're right. not paying attention, right? If yep. the majority of dealers aren't paying attention, then they're going to keep force feeding because they're like, well, you're not paying attention anyway. So we're going to give it our, our best guess, right? But Bingo. the more of us that are paying attention and aligned and ready to push back on some, or really like hold their feet to the fire and say, is this really the best decision? Is this really the best platform? Right? That's again, back to the beginning. That is how we grow 
And that is how we move forward. If you're listening to the show, please hit the like button. If you're watching streaming online, hit the like button. It'll help more people see the show. We appreciate you being here. Appreciate the comments. Appreciate the troublemaking. So it's Wednesday. Go out there, make some trouble, but do it in a very, very productive way.